You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Jets podcast here on Friday, January 31st, 2020. We are through the first month of the new year. And we are also almost at the end of the football season. That will conclude Sunday in Miami as the San Francisco 49ers, the champions of the NFC, take on the Kansas City Chiefs, the champions of the NFC in Super Bowl 54. And for Jets fans, for the first time in four years, you don't have to watch New England win a championship. So that's a good thing. Uh, The Chiefs, like the Jets, have not won a championship in 50 years. So... I guess maybe you could root for the Chiefs from that angle. On the other side, you have the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo, who the Patriots traded away. So will that trade maybe start to live in infamy? Although Garoppolo is not really the driving force behind that San Francisco 49ers team, if we're going to be fair. Um, And, you know, the storylines, you've heard them beaten into the ground all week. You know, you talk about the tight ends, you talk about uh, D Ford who was with the Chiefs last year and actually an offsides penalty late in the fourth quarter in the AFC Championship game against the Patriots cost the Chiefs the game because they they wiped off a game-ending interception that would have sent the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. and Instead, New England came back and won the game. You could could go through the the list of cliched storylines. And, I mean, for me, there are really three cliche storylines that stand out above all others. The first is Patrick Mahomes making his first trip to the Super Bowl and you know, something that you, you could easily lose in the mix is the 49ers actually passed on the chance to draft Patrick Mahomes, and they drafted Solomon Thomas a few years ago. And you think about how NFL history may have changed. The 49ers are still in the Super Bowl, so I, you know, I can't, they can't get too upset at this point. Uh, but you know, it's perhaps a changing of the guard at the quarterback position with this new generation led by Mahomes making his first trip to the Super Bowl. You know, is this the end of the the old guard? You know, Peyton Manning reti- already re- retired four years ago. Tom Brady thinks it looks like they're near the end for him. Drew Brees, you know, how many years does Drew Brees have left? You know, Aaron Rodgers still probably has some good football left in him. But, you know, this next generation of quarterbacks, which looks so promising, Mahomes making his first Super Bowl appearance. And, you know, probably the what you'd say is the first, I guess you could, if you want to argue Jared Goff, although Goff has kind of fallen back to the pack uh, this past year. But Patrick Mahomes making his first Super Bowl appearance and his career is off, certainly off to a legendary start. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, we don't, we don't know where it's going to go from here, but a chance for this next generation of quarterbacks to register its first Super Bowl win. I think then you also look at the coaching matchup. Um, Andy Reid, who, you know, maybe, maybe you could argue is a sentimental favorite, a, a great coach, a guy who is probably going to the Hall of Fame and, He's this generation's great offensive mind. He's the greatest offensive mind of this generation of coaches. The fact he's been around two decades, he's been incredibly innovative. I mean, he is this generation's. You're just talking. You're just talking purely in terms of offensive legacy. He's not as successful as a coach, but he's on the level of a Bill Walsh or a Don Goriel. Uh, you know, a few generations back, or if you go back further, maybe Sid Gilman, Al Davis, some, some of the legendary offensive minds and this is his chance to win his Super Bowl it's eluded him he's gotten he's come so close so many times all of the losses in the conference championship game uh, you know how many times did he lose in the NFC championship game with the Eagles last year the heartbreaking loss in overtime to the Patriots in the AFC championship game you know maybe this is his time turn to win a great coach who really all he's lacking is a Super Bowl win but 
when you, when all you're lacking is a Super Bowl win, that's a pretty big thing to be lacking. He has a chance to turn the tides, so to speak, on Sunday. And then on the other side, you have Kyle Shanahan. Is this the the, the crowning moment for perhaps maybe the next great offensive mind in the league, Kyle Shanahan? as you know as good of a young coach as there is in the nfl right now you know a year ago all, all of the talk was about shanahan's nfc east rival and his former colleague sean uh, nfc west rival i know that san francisco and los angeles are both in california which is the west not nfc east nfc west but his nfc west rival sean mcveigh who he worked with uh, on his father's staff in washington you know, now now it's all about kyle shanahan is this the first super bowl win in what potentially could be a great coaching career for a young coach. Well, we'll have to wait and see. So, I mean, for me, these are the three big storylines behind, and I know that these have all been talked about nonstop over the last two weeks, but for me, these are the two big, the three big storylines of the week, the, the great quarterback and then perhaps the, the, the two coaches. Um, and it, interestingly, and this is something that's very easy to forget, although this has also been mentioned plenty of times last week, these teams met in early in the regular season a year ago, and it, was, it turned out to be a very consequential game because that was the game Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt in. Garoppolo missed more, most of the 2018 season, and it was because he got injured in a game against the Kansas City Chiefs. It was a Chiefs win in, you know, early last year, and that was the game that kind of set the 49ers on course to have a bad season. They entered 2018 with a lot of hype around them, a lot of expectations, and it was a horrible year for them. They ended up picking second overall in the NFL draft. And a lot of it went back to that particular game. Uh, when Garoppolo got hurt, he was you know, taking the ball. He was, he was running the ball, and he was near the sideline, and he took a big hit. And now he's back. And, you know, it's funny because, as I've said many times, this is San Francisco team is not quarterback-driven, but... I think it's clear that the, this team missed Garoppolo a lot last year. I think Garoppolo is a quality quarterback. I just don't think he's the driving force behind this team. And in this game, he may need to step up in a way he has not had to step up for most of the season. He, he may have to make some plays against this Kansas City offense. But anyway, on our show today, we're going to make predictions. I'm going to go through some Super Bowl prof bets in this. You know, when you get to the Super Bowl, they have the silliest bets. So we're going to go through a bunch of those in our next segment. And then once we get past those in our final segment of the show, I'm going to offer my prediction for the winner of Super Bowl 54. And like I said, at the top of the show, this is I think this is the first time in the history of this podcast we have a Super Bowl that the Patriots aren't in. This is year four of the Locked On Jets podcast. We will be concluding. And then the first three that we have to deal with the Patriots Super Bowl, we don't have to deal with it this time. We have the 49ers and the Chiefs this Sunday in Miami playing for the championship of the NFL. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit and no waiting at the pharmacy. Right now we have a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. That's blue like the color B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. You get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's bluechew, B-L-U-E, chew.com promo code locked on to try it for free 
MyBookie.ag offers a complete set of Super Bowl prop bets, and you can even visit MyBookie.ag slash party right now to access a printable prop sheet for the big game. And they also cover other sports such as the NBA, NHL, and NCAA. Plus, if you deposit right now, they'll match your deposit halfway. That's basically free cash to throw down on your best bet. This is your last chance to take advantage, so sign up now. You can enter promo code Locked On, one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, when you make your deposit. Again, that's promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, one word, to give your bankroll a jump start. At my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. And that's a good segue into our next segment. We're going to take a look at some of the prop bets you can make for the Super Bowl off mybookie.ag slash party. Uh, first one, length of the national anthem over or under 203.5 seconds. So you have to get that half a second. Um, I'd go under. Will the coin toss be heads or tails? Well, let's go tails. What's the old expression? Tails never fails. Um, which team will win the coin toss? I'm going to go with the Chiefs on that. What will the first offensive play be? Run or a pass? Uh, I'll go with a pass. I think whoever's going to drop back. And if it's a sack, it also counts as a pass. Uh, which team will score first? I'll go with the 49ers. What will the first scoring play be? Touchdown or a field goal slash safety? Let's say a field goal. Will the jersey number of the first player to score be odd or even? I'm going to say even. Which half will have more points scored, the first half or the second half? Uh, let's say the second half after some of these after these teams get to make a few adjustments in the locker room. These are good coaching staff, so let's, let's say the second half. Will either team score a defensive or a special teams touchdown? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Will there, be, will there be a successful field goal over 49 and a half yards? I'm going to go with no on that one. Will either team attempt a two-point conversion? I'm going to say yes. This is in-depth analysis I'm giving you on these, uh, on these uh, guesses right here. Who will pass for more yards, Jimmy Garoppolo or Patrick Mahomes? I'm going to go with Mahomes. Who will have more receiving yards, George Kittle or Travis Kelsey? I'm going to go with Kittle. Who will have more rushing yards, Tevin Coleman or Damian Williams? I'm going with Coleman. Who will be the first to sing a note during halftime, Jennifer Lopez or Shakira? Uh, I will go with I'll go with Jennifer Lopez. Will J-Lo or Shakira twerk during the halftime show? I'm going to go no. How many second-half field goals will, will be attempted? The over-under is one and a half. I'm going to say over. Which team will score last, San Francisco or Kansas City? I'll say San Francisco. What will the last score of the game be, a touchdown or a field goal slash safety? I'll go with a field goal slash safety or field goal or safety. Uh, which team will win the game? We'll get to that in our next segment. Uh, which team will cover the spread? We'll get to that in our next segment. Total points scored in the game over or under 54 and a half. Um, that's interesting. So that would put it at around, you know, 28 points per team, give or take. I'm going to go with the under on that one. What color will the Gatorade bath be on the, for the winning coach? Clear or any other color? I think it's going to be any other color. I don't think it's going to be clear Gatorade. I think it's going to be a colored Gatorade. Um, 
They don't ask which color, though. I, I might go with, I think I'd go with red. I think I'd go with, you know, the fruit punch Gatorade. That's what I'll, I'll go with, even though they don't ask that degree of specificity. And will a quarterback or a non-quarterback win Super Bowl MVP? Um, I'm going to go with a non-quarterback. Um, and, I, you know, we'll see how, how much I gave away my actual pick for this game. So in our, in our final segment of the show, I'm going to tell you who my prediction is to win Super Bowl 54. Locked on Jets podcast. It's our final episode for the 2019-2020 NFL season, which is much more anticlimactic than I make it sound because the season ends on Sunday and we're going to be back on Monday. <laughs> you know, we're not going anywhere. Uh, but the final NFL game of the season will be played on Sunday in Miami Super Bowl 54 between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Now it's time to get to my prediction for the game. And this is a, this is a big game for me because I'm 5-5 five and five in the playoffs right now. I have rallied from – I was off, got off to a dismal 1-5 and five start now on a four-game winning streak. So this is my chance – as after starting one and five, I needed to run the table to get a winning record for my playoff picks this year. I mean, you, I'll tell you, they looked at, they looked like there was a point during the divisional round, like you would have been better off going with Francesa than you would have been going with me. Um, but I've rallied. I've gotten gotten back in business now. Five and five, a chance to actually finish the playoffs with a winning record. And this is interesting. And I think when you get to the playoffs, it's always one game. It's one a one game scenario. And it's it makes it different than most other sports because most other sports, you know, you get a five game series or a seven game series. You know, in this in the NFL, anything can happen in one game. It's why you can never say nobody has a chance. And I don't look; these are two excellent football teams. You'd be crazy to think ne- neither of the you'd be crazy to think one of these teams doesn't have a chance in this game. But in the playoffs, it really comes down to matchups. It's not always just about the quality of your team; it's about how well you match up with your opponents. And I have to say that you know. Against most teams, I'd probably take the Chiefs, and I, I think you could make an argument that the Chiefs are the better team. I like Mahomes. I obviously like Mahomes much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's not even up for debate. But with Andy Reid's experience, I like him better than Kyle Shanahan. And in this game, I'm going to pick against the quarterback-coach combo I like better. And you know, the, there's I think Andy Reid's experience is just really important. If you listen to like some of like Andy Reid's assistants who have gone elsewhere. And coached in Super Bowls, they'll tell you like how helpful Andy Reid was because Reid went to the Super Bowl in 2005. It was January. Or it was it was 2005 after the 2004 season, and he talks about like how he wished he had had that experience because there were just things, certain nuances of the Super Bowl that you forget about. And he's talked about these things with his assistants, Doug Peterson, two years ago with the Eagles. Or if you go back, even Steve Spagnuolo with the Giants back in the 07-08 season when the, the Giants went to the Super Bowl and Spagnuolo was their defensive coordinator. And Reed kind of goes through what they what happened with Philadelphia when they lost to the Patriots um, that year in Jacksonville. And he, it's just some, maybe something as simple as having a longer halftime and having to, you know, figuring out how to maximize that time and you know what what you need to do for the players during the longer halftime which is a side note there are lots of reasons i don't love the super bowl and that's one of them it's like you go through the whole year play with playing your games in one way and then the super bowl the biggest game of the year things change and there's a longer halftime because they have the halftime show it's just one of those things i, I don't love but i like reed a little bit better than chen but it, i don't think the gap here is huge between the coaches and i think the gap and even among the quarter, I mean, there is a big gap between Mahomes and Garoppolo. This is not like a, a canyon-sized gap, though. But I just like the way the 49ers match up against the Chiefs. Um, and I, again, like I think if you know, if I'm putting these teams side by side, I may like the Chiefs a little bit better in general. 
But I just like the way the 49ers match up in this game. I think that the 49ers are built to stop the Chiefs a little bit better than the Chiefs are built to stop the 49ers, and that's really what this game comes down to. Now, I think Garoppolo is going to have to make some plays, but I think he's going to be capable of doing it. Look at this Kansas City defense, and you know they are not good at linebacker. And that's one of the advantages the 49ers have is that they play like they play like a classic personnel. Like They're one of the few teams that plays the fullback, the one tight end, two backs, two receivers. In today's NFL, you know, you always hear about base defense 4-3 or 3-4, but that's gone. I mean, those days are mostly over. Most teams are three receiver sets. Your base defense has has five defensive backs. Your base defense is nickel, not against the 49ers because of how they play. And this puts you at a this puts defenses at a bit, bit of a disadvantage because defenses now have to play, you know, uh, seven combined, either defensive linemen or linebackers, which you know in the past was always your base defense, not so much anymore. So you have to play a way you're not used to playing. But also, these Kansas City linebackers are not that good, and I don't like Kansas City having to put extra linebackers on the field because this is a that's one of their weaknesses. I don't like, um, yeah, I just don't I don't love that for the for them. And this is not a good team stopping the run. In fact, I would even say like, in a way, I'd almost view San Francisco as a better version of Tennessee. And I know the Chiefs beat the Titans, but Tennessee was like one or two plays away from really taking control of that game, putting the Chiefs in big trouble in the AFC Championship game. And I think that's, you know, I don't like the way this Chiefs defense stops the run. I mean, Tyron Matthews is a good player, but outside of that, I mean, I don't love the matchups against Kittle, against Jusak, Jusak in the passing game. Uh, I just, uh, there's a lot I don't like about how they match up with this San Francisco um, offense. And I think the 49ers are going to be able to run the ball. And then on the other side, look, the, the Chiefs are going to uh, make plays. The Chiefs are going to put points up. But this 49ers defense is much better than the, the Chiefs defense. And look, the 49ers have some issues. I don't love their corner situation across from Richard Sherman, but having Sherman's a big deal. Um, and I think what this 49ers defense is going to do is they're going to force the Chiefs. They're going to try and take away the big play. They're going to play very conservatively and force them to put together template. And listen, to the Chiefs' credit, they did this against the Titans. You know, They put together the long drives, but it's tough to do. It's not that easy. And I think the 49ers are more talented on defense than the Titans are. The 49ers, I think, are going to get some stops. They're going to prevent – they're, they're not going to – I don't think they're going to stop the Chiefs' offense. I think they're going to slow them down, though. I think they have they have the ability. Their talent will help slow down this Kansas City offense, and this is not the team. I think if the 49ers take the lead in this game, this is where the Chiefs get. You know, the Chiefs have got, gotten off to these slow starts, and it's almost. I mean, really, they should have gone home against Houston. They they should be going. They should have gone home against Houston, and it almost got them into deep trouble against Tennessee. You know, the Titans were maybe like one or two plays away on defense in that first half of the game from really taking control. They did not do it, and then the Chiefs, you know, got on a roll, and everything was fine. I think this 49ers team is different. This is maybe the, this is maybe the team in the NFL you want to play from behind against least because of their run game and because of that pass rush. And you know, I don't love the matchups inside Kansas City has against Armstead. The Chiefs have, I'm sorry, the 49ers have have the great edge guys. I think that this, I guess what it comes down to for me is I like both of these offenses. I like both of these offensive minds. I trust the 49ers defense to slow down the Chiefs more than I trust the Chiefs to slow down the 49ers. And I think if the Chiefs are going to win this game, their defense is going to have to make a big play or two, or their special team, which they're capable of doing. This is a tremendous special teams. Uh, uh, Chiefs have a tremendous special teams, very well coached on that in that unit. But 
I think that the and listen. I, I think it's like a. This is not like a one that I feel great about. I mean, this is more like a sixty forty kind of split for me. I, I think it, I probably this is as close to down the middle as you can get. But I think I, I like the 49ers a little bit better than the Chiefs. So I think the 49ers will win their sixth Super Bowl on Sunday. This is their uh, seventh overall game. Last time they played was at, was after the 2012-13 season. They lost to Baltimore. It's their first loss in franchise history. Their last win was 25 years ago against the Chargers. Chiefs, this is their third Super Bowl in franchise history. They were actually part of Super Bowl One, and it was not called Super Bowl One at that point, but they lost to the Packers, and then they won 50 years ago in Super Bowl Four, their only championship in franchise history. But I have the 49ers defeating the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday in Miami. That's all for our show today. Thanks for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you like our show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hope you enjoy the game, and we'll chat about it on Monday's show.